1: Football Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. I love me some football.
4: A wagon wheel on a Friday, baby. Final hour of power for the week, taking up till four o'clock. Craig Hoffman at that point. On this uh Friday, November the 3rd. Before I forget, one week from tonight, I'll be at the Reagan National Building. And you can be too. You can be too. Well, how can you do that? Well, <laughs> here's how you can do that. You can join us for the Best Buddies Annual Homecoming Gala and support Best Buddies of Northern Virginia and Washington, D.C. You can go to bestbuddieschampion.org, bestbuddieschampion.org, and you can uh, get a couples ticket, a VIP couples ticket. You can get an individual ticket. You can sponsor a student for $10. Uh, You can bid on some of the great items that are up for bid right now. And again, thanks to uh, so many of my friends and colleagues and what have you uh, that have been so kind to donate uh, within their time. Uh, go check it out at, um, again, Uh Just make sure you're um, uh, you know, on, on the Virginia, D.C. side of things. Uh, so I, I, of course, want you to support anything and everywhere. Uh, but again, best org slash VADC is another way you can go and check out, um, all of the different, uh, things about, and the different programs about best buddies and what we do and what we offer and what we try and help with and what we raise funds for and how we try and, uh, support, uh, you know, some wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, and I've got my best buddies, um, Uh, what what do you call these, uh, uh, button sticker things? Uh, I had uh, a uh, lapel pin on yesterday. Uh, So just trying to raise awareness, uh, just trying to get the word out. One week from tonight, you can still join us again at the Reagan National Building. It's a blast. Uh, Food from all sorts of eateries around the area. Uh, You'll get to see Tyler. Ty, Ty guy. Be hanging out. Run it around, cause some problems.
3: I'm gonna have to see if I have anything on the agenda, or I can stop right.
4: by. Love to have you. Love to have you. No doubt about it. That w- that would be uh, great. So again, learn more. Best Buddies. slash uh, vadc uh, is uh, one of the direct links to the website. Just look it up, and you'll be fine. Easy to find. And you can bid on. I, you know, I've got links all over the place. You can bid uh, on our silent auction items. Uh, you can check this out. We got one item, B Mitch. Um, agreed to donate this, which I am so kind, uh so appreciative of you can bike with B Mitch for 30 miles. That was his uniform number, right? If you can make it. And then you can have beers with B Mitch.
3: I was about to say you get to be gassed by B Mitch and yeah, then right. chug down a beer yeah. while you're trying to bike and beers
4: with B Mitch. How about that, huh? I mean, that's great. Uh you can have um you can have a dinner at uh I think it's DC Prime Steakhouse. With Santana Moss. You can have lunch with London at Guy Fieri's. Inside Capital One Arena. Um, Logan Paulson is doing private football training. Jay Gruden. had you Put together a foursome. Round of golf. I was about on to say golf Jay. with
3: Gruden. That sounds awesome. I
4: mean, how about that? And these are just, you know, the Capitals. Uh, Ted Leonsis, oh my God. And Monumental Sports and Entertainment has just been incredible. Just in, incredible, um so please, 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 come and help. Uh, help us at best buddies. Uh, so that's a week from tonight, a week from tonight. Now, if you can't make it, again, plenty of ways to donate, support, what have you. Uh, obviously, we have many other programs and events throughout the year, but this is the big one. This is the homecoming gala next Friday night. again, check it out, please, please support us. Plenty of ways you can get involved. All the links, if you need anything, reach out to me privately, you know, through DM, through uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook. I I mean, I might not see it right away, so just keep pounding me until I answer, um, and I will get back to you, I promise. All right, Uh, let's get uh, this uh, before we go too far. So Bill Belichick, there's been a lot of speculation that he and Robert Kraft are not at wit's end with each other, but... There's friction, right? Belichick got rid of Tom Brady or greased the skids for Tom Brady to leave as a free agent. Brady was more than aware. Trust me. He wasn't dumb. He was more than aware. And Belichick, listen, sometimes coaches just feel like they want to do it with somebody else or they want to mold or structure or or build somebody else. And I think at one point it was very, 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 very clear that he wanted to work with Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think at one point, and many points, it was very, very clear that he wanted to get the next quarterback into the building and maybe have Tommy kind of... Tudorum or, or whatever, kind of like what they've done in Green Bay, going from Favre to Rodgers, that worked great. Rodgers to Jordan Love, that has not worked great. But you get the point. And so there's been like this, this sort of friction, if not more than sort of friction, between Bob Kraft and Bill Belichick. Now, allegedly, reportedly, Ian Rappaport said about a week and a half ago that Belichick agreed to a secret multi-year extension so florio when he comes out with his report the other day and i say report because it wasn't a report i actually want you to hear it for those of you that haven't heard it you need a, a a reset on it what have you with zach gelb cbs sports radio okay um and gelb asking florio about belichick and ironically belichick goes against the patriots uh Belichick and the Patriots goes against the Commanders this week, so it fit in perfectly. Here's what Florio said. And again, remember, I should point out in Florio's defense, he's not reporting this. As he makes clear in this audio, he's hearing about this. There's speculation, there's chatter in league circles, which often means... It could be nothing other than people who are in the football industry, agents, GMs, executives, scouts, coaches, what have you, that are trying to connect the dots. I talk to coaches and executives all the time. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen. But hear this, and then we'll follow up on it as well.
5: Here's
0: what I think is going to happen. And, you know, I'm, I'm hearing chatter to this effect, not that it's reporting, But when you're plugged into the NFL grapevine and you hear something like this, it's too good to keep to yourself. There's a theory out there that when the season ends, Josh Harris, the new owner, excuse me, of the commanders, is going to call the Patriots and inquire about what it would take to, to get Bill Belichick. So the Patriots wouldn't fire him. The Patriots would essentially trade him to Washington and avoid any further financial obligation, get something back. Remember, they had to give up some stuff to get him when he was the Jets head coach for like a day in 2000. And so there's a thought out there that that's how this is going to go. Everybody goes in Washington. Josh Harris makes a play for Bill Belichick and Bob Kraft does not say no to it because he, in theory, is ready to move on as well. That would be juicy,
3: to say the least, Mike Floria.
0: Yes, it would. Oh, yes, it would. (laughs) And I don't know. And again, Josh Harris had better be ready to give Bill Belichick an extended runway to turn it around. He can't get halfway into the second season and say, it's not working. I'm going to fire Bill Belichick. And the wild card in anything that the commanders do, Zach, is Magic Johnson. So they better be sure they're ready for his personality and that they're ready for it to take some time for Belichick to get the Patriot way in Washington. And the one thing we know about the Patriot way, Patriot way doesn't work if you don't have a quarterback.
4: Patriot way worked as well as it did for as long as it did because they had Tom Brady. See now, I'm glad we replayed that because again, I wanted to be careful to make sure that everybody understood that Florio was not reporting because immediately came the, well, when was the last time Florio has been right about anything he said about the commanders? Well, I mean, actually, he's been right plenty of times. Now he's been wrong plenty of times. He's been right plenty of times. I mean, he's dead wrong about the the pursuit of a big name quarterback this off season. Dead wrong. Could not have been further from. He was so wrong, it was mystifying. And everyone here knew it. I shouldn't say everyone. A lot of us knew it. He was dead wrong. But he wasn't wrong about Dan Snyder at the Super Bowl a year and a half ago or whatever it was. Basically saying this is the beginning of the end. He wasn't wrong about that. But what he said at the end there, the Magic Johnson factor, That's what I wonder about when it comes to attracting a name, a star, if you will, a guy like Belichick. That's what I wonder. How much cachet does Magic Johnson present and have? Clearly, none of this would have happened with Dan Snyder still here. But Magic Johnson is, is a small part of the financial puzzle of the Commander's Ownership Group. But make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. He is a massive, a massive face of the new regime. Because Magic knows business. And Magic knows how to get people to understand his vision. And people know what Magic has done in his post-playing career. What kind of businessman he is. What kind of philanthropist he is. What kind of man he is. What kind of leader he is. Now, that doesn't always mean that you have the big, sexy name. I got it. I got it. You know, in Los Angeles, the Dodgers. The Dodgers. I mean, Dave Roberts... Long-time manager there. Wasn't a big, sexy name when it was highly thought of. But he wasn't like the big, sexy name. Big be- Bill Belichick would be, again, the big name. Uh, sexy at this point, but the big name. You know what? I, I mean, I I would love if the commanders could do this. If the commanders could say, get everybody thinking that they're going to go after Belichick, what have you. If somehow, some way, they could wrestle Mike Tomlin away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know what his contract situation is. But that's the guy. Like, that's the guy. If, if, If you're looking to hit a home run, that's the guy. Now listen, Pittsburgh has not been sexy on offense. We all know everyone unfairly hates Matt Canada thinks he's an absolute incompetent boob I'm telling you it's way more player execution and issues on that roster on the offensive side of the ball than just Matt Canada I'm not telling you Matt Canada is good what I am telling you is he's not and he, he, he's not as incompetent as others want to make him out to be That being said, I wouldn't want Matt Canada and just having to deal with that here. I wouldn't want that. But if you could get me, Mike Tomlin, instead of Bill Belichick, even though Bill Belichick has won way more than Mike Tomlin, championships, games, all of that, there is something about Mike Tomlin that no matter what his team is all about, injuries, injuries, free agent defections, lack of offense, whatever it might be. I mean, again, perfect case last night. They won a game. Maybe they shouldn't have won it, but they just kept grinding and grinding. They scored early, didn't score again until very late. They finally got Deontay Johnson in the end zone for the first time in a year and a half. Okay? uh, You know, I, I like everybody thinks Matt Canada is an incom, incompetent fool, uh, me thinks that offensive line ain't great and Kenny Pickett ain't that good. And everyone got suckered into Kenny Pickett being really good down the stretch. I'm not telling you Kenny Pickett's bad. I just don't know if Kenny Pickett's as good as people think he is or as good as people thought he was coming out of pit. or as good as people thought he was down the stretch last year. And that's actually one thing that worries me about the situation around here, what if Sam Howell goes on one of those Kenny Pickett type runs down the second half of the year, you know, and they're five and two or, or four and three, uh, and 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 all the signs are pointing up, and everybody thinks, oh, we've got the quarterback of the future, quarterback of the future, and then next year they come out and they struggle and they struggle and they struggle and they struggle for whatever reason, and that's exactly what's happened in Pittsburgh. But Mike Tomlin, I would have more interest in than Bill Belichick. Even though I have tremendous, immense respect for Bill Belichick, I would have much more interest in Mike Tomlin. And I'll leave you with this. Don't forget who was a minority owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers up until recently. Hey, Josh Harris, everybody. Josh Harris. You think Mike Tomlin doesn't know who Josh Harris is? Hmm. Erster, you might be onto something. I don't know what his contract situation is. I don't know. Mike Tomlin, you want to go out and hire a veteran, proven, established head coach, one with a tremendous pedigree? Don't waste your time with Bill Belichick. Wouldn't be wasting your time, but you, you, you get my point. And, and here's another thing: Mike Tomlin has never had full control. Now he has significant say. He's never had full control. He's always had a general manager, and who's the general manager that I keep saying? To bring in as senior advisor of football operations, Kevin Colbert. They work together very successfully. He's working together with the current GM right now very success- successfully, Mike Tomlin. Screw Bill Belichick. Give me Mike Tomlin. 319 on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. All right, Football Friday right here on the Team 980, driven by your local Honda dealer experience, power, performance, and ruggedness. With Honda, see your local Honda dealer. All right, what do you think? I mean, I just threw that out. Off the win last night, somehow the Steelers, without a lot of help from their offense, ferocious defense, but no even Minka Fitzpatrick last night. Yes, they were at home. Yes, it wasn't pretty, but it was ultimately effective. They went again. And don't look now, but Mike Tomlin, Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers, even without all, with all the issues they have on offense, five and three again. Five and three again. If you're going to go out and trade any assets, if you're going to go out and recruit a big name coach, Mike Tomlin is the guy you should be going after, not Bill Belichick, as has been rumored, speculated, all week. and before. I mean, Florio's just the latest to the punch. Florio's getting a lot of crap. I mean, people have been talking about this scenario for a couple of weeks. All right, let's get back to you on the phones. Uh, G from the shop is first up. What up, G? Oh yeah, right. Can you hear me? Oh, I got you. What up, G? I'm in a
5: bad. Ur- I'm in a bad area, but I had to call my man Russell, man. You talking about the best buddies, man? Shout out, Big Time, man. Thanks, Shout out, pal. best buddies, man. You know what I'm saying. B. Mitch Santana. Mm-hmm. I don't need. I I don't need Logan Paulson to train, Lord G, man. Shout out Wing Builder. You know what I'm saying. Shout out what 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 it takes training. You know what I'm saying. But and I and hey Russell, I definitely don't need no foursome of any kind. When it comes to Jay well, Gruden,
4: all right, let, let, let's <laughs> now, G. You know I love you, but let's not, uh, let's not beat up any of my friends here, you know.
5: <laughs>
4: hey, look, Russell, that's what
5: I'm saying. I don't need no forcing with old mm-hmm. Jay Gruden uh, at all. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But, but definitely want to shout out. Lord G called you because you know. We always got a shout-out the birthdays, man, and it's Lord G birthday today, man, 14, man. That's happy birthday, birthday, brother. Lord. Yeah, happy Whoa. birthday, Lord, young dummy, Lord, <laughs> athlete, student, you know what I'm saying? That's my man, you know what I'm saying? Love love you, my favorite guy of all time, G, Lord G from the shop, man, Lord G, man. Atta boy. Love you, Russell, man. Thank you for this platform. Right, I appreciate yep. You have a great weekend, right. my brother.
4: Thank you, pal. Appreciate you. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Doctor Sabal right here before the bottom of the hour. What's up, Doc? How are you?
2: Oh my God, Chris! I was going to try not to call in today, you know, because I had felt bad, if, or people weren't uh, able to call in. But then I was thinking, you're right. That's not my fault. That was Linnell's fault because he kept <laughs> talking the whole time. <laughs> of course, it was Lunell's
4: fault.
2: But let me tell you, I just, mm, I don't know. I think my taste buds just died right now. I just got out. I sent you some pictures. I don't know if anybody listening has had a hot pot because I never had that before. We went to a place getting sushi, but then they were closed 2.30 to 5. So I was Mm. like, oh, so we went next door. And you get a bunch of, like, raw stuff, and they throw it in there. And mm, I think I had something.
4: Wait, what do they? Wait, how do they, they They cook it, what, uh, on a grill no, they bring right it in front, to the like a Mongolian grill? Or? They got,
2: like, on the menu is, like, beef tongue, oxy, oh. orta. Oh. And I'm like, whoa, what's that? And I'm in an anatomy lab. Um, you know, and uh, the uh, gizzard. So we said, okay, well, let, let's mm. just do the basics. So mm. we did the beef and the chicken, and, and we did some um, shrimp paste or whatever. Anyway, so the lady comes, and they put this, your, 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 your uh, plate, uh, your table has a big hole in it and it's a big pot, and they pour the broth in there, and then they bring all the raw stuff to you, and you have to put it in there one at a time, and it, they say, oh, this cooked three minutes, this cooked one minute, this cooked two seconds. I'm like, well, why don't you put everything in so it's right so we don't die today, you know? I don't know what it – it, I don't want to get salmonella, but anyway. So, and then I, I, I said this kind of spicy is just a little ginger. So I had a piece of something. I swear, if you ever had ginger, you know, it tastes like soap. I can't taste anything. I had to get out of there, but my son seemed to like it. But uh, I was listening to you, and my husband said, tell Chris when you call in Uh that, you know, my husband, he's a Patriot fan. Tell Chris. I would take Sam Howell 10 times over Matt Jones. He definitely thinks Sam Howell. Is better than Matt Jones. Oh, so, so then we're on, on the same one, Yeah,
4: but. then we're on the same page. What did yeah. I say? Like a hundred times or whatever I said earlier I don't know in the we show. Did 10 or yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, we're can, on the same can. page on that one. I I I was never a you know, I wasn't anti-Mac Jones coming out of Alabama. I just wasn't like, either. you know, either. I, I, I'm just one of these guys that I, I I don't buy the hype of of almost any quarterback coming out. Uh, even like, it's going to drive me crazy when everybody's going to think, you know, Caleb Williams is going to walk into the NFL and just instantly change a franchise's nah. fortunes no, and be a him. stud and never look back. I mean, it's just not going to happen.
2: No, he doesn't have the leadership skills, in my opinion. He's already acting selfish. He's not even in the NFL yet. He has a little bit of RG3 attitude to him, to me. I could just be missing it. But, I'm um, like, if you put Matt Jones, let's say, on, if Shanahan had drafted Matt Jones instead of Trey Lance, mm-hmm. I don't think we would see Purdy. I think Matt Jones would have done fine in the Shanahan system. Uh, I just don't know why Trey Lance didn't, but I think Trey Lance is probably the worst quarterback uh, so far drafted in that draft, unless I'm missing someone else in that draft. Um, but I still would take Sam Howell over Lance and over Mac Jones. I don't know if I'll take him over Levis quite yet. I definitely would take him over Ritter. And um, who else? What are the other draft picks? Oh, and I'll take him over Pickett any day. He he beat Pickett in college. I knew he was better than Pickett. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But uh, can I give you my prediction of the game? Yeah, sure. I think I smell two touchdowns by defenses. Ooh. And it could be both from us, both from them or one of each. But that's my smell. Two defensive scores in the your, game. Is that your smell too? Uh, because I think both defenses will dominate. <laughs> and um I feel bad for Sam. I think he's gonna get rocked up because that's what Belichick does to quarterbacks. He did it to Peyton yeah. Manning. So, I I'm I'm with you, you, you on
4: and that's my my yeah. great fear, especially when you're one dimensional. And 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 this team is yes, always sir. one dimensional. And yes. I do worry a little bit less. Because, again, Judon is not there. Christian Gonzalez is not there. Uh, this New England defense is more grit and guile and, and you know, fit yeah, It's going to be awed. a lot of
2: scrimmage, though, Kev, uh, Chris. Yeah. That's what it's going to get us. There's yeah. going to be free runners, and I just hope Sam survives. It's going to be free runners. Yeah. It's going to be so yeah. confusing. I do feel
4: a, a little, little who bit better with the where. the offensive line beefed up on the interior, but... That doesn't mean Leno and that doesn't certainly mean Wiley uh, are going to have uh, an easy day. Doc, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, glad thank you, you had lunch and, and you survived. Um, thank you. you. Know, I don't know anything about what what Doc ate. I have no idea. Um, you know, I, you know what I like. I like when you go to either the Chinese buffet or someplace that's just Mongolian buffet or Korean buffet or whatever, and you you know you take all the raw meat and whatever, and the vegetables and the pasta and the egg or and the and the onions and the broccoli, and then they cook it up fresh for you right there.
3: Oh, that I like. So you've never been to a proper Korean barbecue, then? That like, no, I've
4: never. Yeah, I've never actually been to a true Korean where barbecue. where they
3: just bring out the bulgogi and all that. Yeah, kind of no, stuff and I, I, I shouldn't yourself? say.
4: Yeah, I shouldn't include. I've been to Mongolia. Okay, so
3: but this is this. It's the same. If, hot pots are basically the same okay. thing as the Korean barbecue, okay. where they just bring it out and you put it in the broth and cook it up real quick. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh,
4: I yeah, I mean. I mean, there's places similar to that that are not that style. I mean, like, um, what is it? Uh, uh, the fondue place. Uh, melting pot. Melting pot, where you like kind of put it in the hot broth and yeah, it, you know that, all that, that stuff.
3: That's, that's kind of the same thing.
4: Yeah, okay. All right, gotcha. Uh, all right, let's do a trending alert, and then your final phone calls. We've got our NFL Sunday Super Six-Pack still to come, and dum-dum of the day
3: going to make a return.
4: Is it? Are, we never did more out of the month, right?
3: Nope, we still have yet to. All do We got to celebrate
4: that, right? Yeah. Last show, last, I mean, we've had to push it all around because of the trade deadline and because of all the historic trades. Uh, you know, of course, there's never any trades on, at the NFL trade deadline. People told me all week, and
3: this organization week. doesn't like to yeah. do trades last, last week in season,
4: last week, and this week, and they screamed about it and they told everybody about it, and then they <laughs> then the commanders trying to throw huge pieces of their team. Love it. I love it when the rooster's right, which is often trending alert time right here, right now. All right. Everybody's been following the Michigan story, right? Uh all the accusations and allegations. Well now a new chapter. The Wolverine.com says it is gathering evidence on two private investigators that they believe are behind the investigations into Michigan's alleged illegal on site scouting. And go figure. This might be a shocker. Allegedly, the two investigators have ties to Ohio State head coach Ryan Day's family. Shocker. That's the latest in that one. Meanwhile, the Wizards are back on the court tonight. It's the opening debut, whatever they're calling it, of the NBA in-season tournament thing. It's a Friday night in Miami. The Wizards visiting the 1-4 Miami Heat. How about that? The 1-4 Miami Heat, the team that was in the NBA Finals last year. 8 o'clock tip right here on the team, 987.45, for your pregame coverage. And that's what's trending. All right, before our Super Sunday six-pack picks, I forgot my notebook at home where I had some of my research.
3: Finally remembered your laptop.
4: I got the laptop. I got the rolling bag. I got the big old salad with lots of cucumbers in it. Too many damn cucumbers. I forgot the notebook where I had a bunch of my notes in it that was going to help shape craft my selections. I did win uh, a net of $12.50 last night. Of course, I had to bet fifteen to get twelve fifty. Uh, in addition, of course, to the fifteen that I bet on the Steelers minus the two and a half over the Titans. That was pretty close at the end there. That was pretty close. All right, let's go back to the phones and dial up Polly for the first time in a couple of days. What up, Polly? How are you?
6: L uh, to the W. Polly, what's hey, going on? A- it's the first time. First time you shut up in a couple of days. Holy, that's, yeah, that
4: that's not nice. Being <laughs> that it's
6: my show, blame Lunell. No, I'm not blaming I'm Blaming you because it happens when Lunell is not on the oh, show. Oh, stop! Hey, let me ask you a question. So, who who do you and Sabah want to run out of town next? You know what I mean? Y'all seem good at doing that. Who y'all want to run out next? Let me know. I uh, get my ammunition ready.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, you want me to be honest? Yeah, be honest. Who are you trying to? I mean, to run wait, out wait. Next? So you think all I ran? Wrong. Wait, wait, wait. We you think wrong. I ran Chase Young out of town?
6: No, 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 no. I think you were spearheading it. You've, you've been trying to run him out of town o- over a year and a half now. Well, I, I've just been—I've so. just
4: been trying to do what everyone else refuses to do, and that's be honest. No,
6: no. You are not answer the question though. So who are you trying to run out next? Um, that's all
4: I want. Yeah, let me think about yeah. that. Um. I guess. I guess the next one that I would say is pretty much a, an absolute surefire not coming back is Antonio Gibson. I don't think they like it.
1: Come on, man. Come on, man. All right. I Come mean, anyway. I, I'm sorry that I'm
4: sorry the truth hurts, man. I'm sorry. I mean, if more no, people would, if, I, if I, more I, I if more people would hurt. listen to me, Paulie, they'd be they they'd nah, win nah. a lot of again.
6: money. Again, 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 another systematic failure. <laughs> Again,
4: yeah, it has you know, nothing I mean, to do really, with all, has really, nothing to do with all of his fumbles, right?
6: Oh, of course, every player has something to do with their own demise. Oh, okay. but at the end of the day, what you got coaches for?
4: Oh, okay. A lot of coaches did. Well, if the coaches ain't there to do their job, then why you need coaches? I mean, Brian Robinson right? doesn't fumble. Chris Rodriguez doesn't fumble, do they?
6: Right, Brian Robinson has fumbled before. Chris Rodriguez didn't have enough touches to fumble. They, the they fumble, was, uh, they fumble the at the ratio was, Antonio Gibson
4: does? The whole, the whole,
6: okay, oh, listen, he's, he wasn't a running back, right? He was a receiver. I understand that. All right, so, so it should be some leeway I know. for there was plenty of leeway. And on top of that. There was on plenty top, of leeway. On top of, that, on top of that, you shouldn't be running a receiver through the line of scrimmage I, I agree. Know, consistently anyway. I agree. Right? That's why they went okay. out and
4: drafted Brian Robinson. Uh, but then people don't oh, yeah, like when and, they take and, away and, touches and, from Antonio Gibson.
6: No, no, no! Nobody talking about taking away touches. It's about not using them at all. Oh, okay. You well, know, I mean, come on, man.
4: I mean, listen—they're dropping back touches. to throw fifty. Weapon, they're dropping back to throw fifty times a game. Um, I mean, there's plenty yeah, of opportunities for Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. How many
6: tar- and how many targets? did Antonio Gibson? Have? Uh, I, I mean, again. if anybody, if anything, he should be your best screen back. Yeah, maybe. If anything, you see you see how uh, the Eagles are using well on Sunday. Maybe. He's telling me, well, look, another player who will go to another system and they'll use him correctly, okay. and then we'll be all crying about, we had him here. Okay. So I'm going to say, yeah, Russell ran him out of town. Yeah. All right. All <laughs> and right. listen, before I go into New England, I'm going to say my piece. I'm going to say my piece about this whole Chase Jones. Ron Rivera thing. Like I said the other day, I wasn't down with it. I wasn't down. I was down with the roster reset. I wasn't down with blaming people. You know what I mean? And after the reports came out, no matter who they came from, they still was blaming people. And then I started thinking about it. You know, we've been hearing Ron blaming people, those two particular people, you know, since day one. So it had me start thinking, like, maybe he wasn't wrong guy from day one. Ron was kind of forced into that. Ron wanted the quarterback. The current owner at the time thought he had the quarterback. So, Ron was kind of forced into taking who he had to take who, who, who in that position, which was young. It's possible. That's you know I mean? so, possible. Let, let, but let me say this, though. If you know, if somebody is on top of you, now you know you know the difference between constructive criticism and somebody just not really feeling you. And Ron wasn't really feeling Chase Young from the beginning. So if Ron is is, is giving off that feeling to Chase Young, and he ain't stupid, you know what I mean? Why would Chase Young want to give Ron his complete attention to 110%? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. If I know somebody's not really feeling me, and I work for them no matter how I work with them, why, why why am I gonna give him hundred and ten percent back? It's not gonna happen. No. So to me, Because you should
4: like worry because you would... should worry about your career and your legacy and not worry about whether Ron Ron, trust me, Ron liked him. Okay, so who won? Ron liked him. Who Ron Ron liked him. Ron did not like an immature, spoiled no, no, Ron, selfish.
6: Listen, 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 listen. And look at Ron, though. Look, 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 this is
4: not the first player. Yeah, Ron, Ron's not the best with. judge of so, of character in person either. But you know, so what, I mean. you, what,
6: I, what, I, what I'm trying to say, not best judge of character. Ron
4: is not. Excuse me. Ron
6: is not relatable to these players anymore. The game has passed him by. He's not re- relatable to these young, new age players. That's my whole point about it. All right. And I'm a segue into which what what, what we was talking about earlier. This hasn't been this this rumor thing hasn't been going on for the past four days. This Mike Tomlin thing was going on for the past four years. Remember, that was the rumor before Ron got the job, was the whole Mike Tomlin thing back then. Yeah, there and, was speculation. It be a good pickup because, yeah. you know, you know, why, you know why regardless of what goes on out there with the offense or whatever in Pittsburgh, the, the players play for Mike Tomlin because Mike Tomlin is relatable to these new young age players because a lot of them, you know, he's not too far removed from their age group, their age gap. You know what I mean? So, that's the whole thing with why Mike Tomlin is able to right. eat the best out of his players. No, I got you. Regardless of their talent situation on the team. I got you. Now, don't cut me off. No, no, I, I got you. But some I'm say a bunch of crazy stuff. But I'm telling you stuff that makes sense.
4: You're the, yeah, I, 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 I got got. I'm listening. I agree. Oh, Matt just gonged you. <laughs> I was agreeing. I was agreeing. Paulie thinks he's right on everything.
3: We're running out of time. Yeah, we're we're running out of time on some stuff. But
4: yeah, now now I don't. Sabah had that weird story about you know her lunch with her son and all that stuff. (laughs) I mean, there was some things there. Whatever. I'll just leave that alone. All right, let's get to the Sunday six pack right here on the Team Nine Eighty. Last week I was two and four, I believe, if uh, I remember correctly, based on my notes. Again, I forgot my notebook at home. That kind of hurts. But we'll dial it up and we'll correct and adjust as we go along. Let's start the picks on Sunday morning in Frankfurt, Germany. No, they won't be eating Frankfurters, but they will be in Germany. I hate the 9.30 games. The NFL is stupid. The NFL sold out. And the NFL lost a game that should be in prime time for everyone instead of at 9.30 in the morning. But... Nevertheless, at least they did get it into an exclusive window. Miami and the Chiefs. The Chiefs come off of a disappointing loss in Denver and had to go all the way over. Miami kicked Belichick and the Patriots' butt last Sunday in Miami. And this Sunday, I am feeling Tyreek Hill hurting his former team. The team that gave up on him, the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me Miami. Plus the one. Plus the one in Frankfurt against the Super Bowl champs. Game number two. No Drake London for the Atlanta Falcons. No Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings. But you know what Atlanta does have? They have home cooking. They have Bijan Robinson. They have Kyle Pitts. And they have Taylor Heineke. Give me the Falcons. Minus the four against the resurgent Minnesota Vikings. Minus Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Atlanta minus four. They call it the mistake by the lake. Well, this is not going to be a mistake. You know what might be a mistake? Arizona. Letting go of Josh Dobbs, who has been in Cleveland, including earlier this preseason, he could have given them some help. He knew probably everything about the Browns, their signals. Talking about Michigan, Ohio State. Their communication, their defense. What did the Arizona Cardinals do? They traded Josh Dobbs before they took on the team that he spent the better part of the last year and a half with, the Cleveland Browns who are 10-point favorites. They get Deshaun Watson back. That's not why I'm rocking and rolling with them minus the 10. It's because of their defense against Clayton Badtoon and the Arizona Cardinals. No thanks. Give me Cleveland minus the 10. The Rams were a huge disappointment last week for me. They all the Cowboys in Arlington off the bye for the Dallas Cowboys. I thought the Rams would be competitive. They were not. They gave up special teams touchdowns. They gave up defensive touchdowns. They gave up every kind of touchdown you can imagine and got their asses beat. Green Bay has been really struggling. They gave up on Rasul Douglas earlier this week. That's going to hurt their secondary a little bit. Jordan Love is obviously struggling. Their offensive line is torn and tattered. Give me Sean McVay. Maybe a little bit more sleep. This week, because he didn't become a new daddy, give me Sean McVay and the Rams plus the three over the Green Bay Packers. That is pick number four of our NFL Sunday super six-pack. We'll get to the Commanders and the New England Patriots in just a second. The other game that I'm going to squeeze in here is the Indianapolis Colts on the road against Bryce Young And the Carolina Panthers. I thought about going with Minshew Magic in this one. But then I thought, at home, Bryce Love and the Panthers finally got their first win. Starting to get a little more confidence. He's starting to play a little bit better. Give me Carolina! As home doggy dogs. Plus two. Over the Indianapolis Colts. And finally, that's right, we pick every Commanders game during the NFL Super Sunday six-pack. The commanders are three-point dogs in Foxborough at Gillette Stadium to Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. We've talked about this game. We've talked about the defense being better without those two. I think they're going to be more creative. I think they're going to bottle up Mac Jones, Ramondre Stevenson, Ezekiel Elliott again on defense. No Matthew Judon, no Christian Gonzalez, but it is hoodie. And it is Foxborough. And I don't trust the commander's offense. So, with that being said, give me the New England Patriots minus the three. So, in case you missed the picks, Miami plus the one in Frankfurt, Germany, Over the Kansas City Chiefs, Atlanta, Taylor Heineke. No Drake London minus the four. Over the Minnesota Vikings, first game without Kirk Cousins. Cleveland minus the ten. Over the woeful Arizona Cardinals. The Rams, oh, by the way, Deshaun Watson back. The Rams plus the three at Lambeau Field. Desperate, desperate times for the Green Bay Packers. Matty LaFleur and that crew might be on their way out if they don't turn it around. Indianapolis, two-point favorites in Carolina. I'll take Carolina plus the two over Shane Steichen and the Indianapolis Colts and give me the New England Patriots minus the three. At Gillette Stadium. Over the Washington Commanders. Back in a flash to wrap it up with Moron of
1: the Month. Friday on the Team 980 is driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer.
6: I love me some football.
4: Who doesn't love themselves some football, baby? Also, who doesn't love to celebrate a little Moron of the Month? We're so far behind the month ended. October, Tuesday, but because of the trade, because I was out on Wednesday, because Lunell wouldn't shut up yesterday, we could not get to it. So what we do at the end of every month is Matt tallies it up, and we pick one special story out of a bunch of dopes, a bunch of idiots.
1: It's time for dum Dumb of the Day.
4: And this one is to Prague. There was an international flight that had to be canceled after two delays. After two cancellations, a third time. Why? Because a passenger had diarrhea so bad that it leaked all over the plane. But Yes, believe it or not. And I know we've all been in that situation where you had to go so bad. Trust me, it happens the other way for me a lot. Not the back I way. I to my
6: own horn. Beep, beep.
4: <laughs> but there was also a Delta flight domestically that had to be diverted back to Atlanta two hours into an eight-hour flight to Barcelona, Spain, because a woman, well, she had a biohazard issue. She had a She was a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane. One person on the plane said, it was dribbled down the aisle and smelled horrible. Go ahead. uh, uh, All over me then. (laughs) Could you imagine being two hours into a flight, an eight-hour flight, and diarrhea all over the place? I might want to plunge into the Atlantic Ocean. Yikes. All right. That does it for us. Congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. I shouldn't be making fun of people, but it is funny. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thanks to Matt Essig. Thanks to Tony Skin, George Mason. Thanks to you for being a part of the show. Craig Hoffman up next. Have a great weekend, everybody.
3: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.